And yet another podcast delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. We have Steve Clifford on the phone again. We're still socially distancing, so he can't be in the studio with us today. I think you're in Wicklow, uh, Steve. Is that where you are? Yeah, down in uh, sunny Dunlavin, come to Wicklow today. Yeah. <laughs> sunny Dunlavin. <laughs> and it is a beautiful today. And let's mark the podcast. Is it the 25th of June today? I think it's the 25th, yeah. It's the 25th so. of June. It is the 25th of June. It's all looking a little bit brighter out there. You're in a wedding band, Steve, called Flog the Dog. I've been on your website. You're on WeddingSuppliers.ie. You're pretty much everywhere. When I type in Flog the Dog, you, you pop up everywhere, Steve. So listen, um, can we start off then? Let's let's talk about the coronavirus and, and the impact and the good news that's that's coming ahead of us. So weddings are back. Um, the guests' numbers is 100 at the moment, and I think that's going to be uh, up for review in the next couple of weeks. So what are you seeing with your diary at the moment? Well, I suppose as, as everybody else in the industry, all our, all our counterparts nationwide, they would have seen, look, the first part of the year completely wiped out. But luckily, we'd a, we'd a fair few had, had just postponed to later in the year, so September, um, October, November, December. So we were very lucky there. So we could fill up that la- la- latter part of the diary. And thankfully, with, with some of the, with, with, I suppose, with the roadmap and how it came out and how the government put it forward, we were able to get out there and kind of, you know, ease the panic very, very early on. At about the start of May, kind of the end of April, start of May. And it stopped all the people postponing and cancelling and panicking. And they stuck with us, especially the ones for the, for, for the last part of the, of the year who were really, really worried. So anybody from like March or April to just, took their date into September and October and they're sticking where they're where they are now. We even have some from July who um, who who've been able to find a date. They're just finding out that, you know, getting all the legal details together just to make sure everything go can go forward to, you know, their October, November date this year. So we've yes. been very lucky. Yeah. A lot of bands haven't, you know, so but and even suppliers are just, you know, completely wiped out, which is really hard on them but like for us we've been very fortunate you know yeah and look one thing we always repeat here on the on the on the podcast show is that the only certain thing about this virus is the uncertainty that it brings so like none of us know yeah Yeah, none of us know what's going to happen what's around the corner but the good news is what we're starting to see now is that we can work around it we can live with the virus and then vaccine comes and you know there's a little bit more of a security then um so look tell us a little bit about flog the dog just tell me a little bit about the history how you fell into doing weddings and just i know that you you guys are a little bit unique um as a wedding band so just give me a little bit of information about when you started out and what you do Right, I suppose when we started out, um, we would have been playing pubs in North Kerry. So as you can imagine, it was all, it wasn't a whole pile of diddly idols, but there was a lot of it at the same time. But we used to, we, we brought in fiddle and we brought in, we, we have a cajon, that is our kind of our main instrument as well, instead of, like, it's more a percussive um, show. Um, and there's a lot of interaction. There's actually more interaction than there is music playing. I shouldn't be saying that, but that's the way it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, and yeah. That, that's where the uniqueness has come in. It's kind of like comedy meets music. There's a lot of crack. It's, 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 it's great fun. Yeah. And we transformed that into a wedding show from being in pubs in, Sc- in Scott's Hotel. We would have had a residency down there in, in Killarney. Quite a, quite a number of years. We still have it, but it's just been reduced. But one day, this bride came up to us and said, Lance, do you do weddings? And we said, we were kind of looking at each other going, we actually don't. Um, she said, do you want to do one? We thought this was an agent, you know. And we said, yeah, oh, should we do one? Okay, let, will you do my wedding? Yeah, no problem. And it just snowballed from there. Yeah. Six and yeah. a half, seven years later. Brilliant. Um, we just developed, just developed, developed. Um, and you just, 
what we've been doing is we, we, we take the feedback um, on the night and in the reviews that we have. And we've been implementing that kind of, you know, what we like to say is we'll have a show that everyone will be talking about at the breakfast table tomorrow morning. Yeah. And that's what, we, that's what we've been trying to do, you know. Yeah. And it's, that's evident because you can see you can see that you've got a full diary, you know, you just type plug the dog into Google and it all pops up, all the great reviews. And, you know, advertising and stuff like that. I know most of our listeners here today are people that are, in, you know, planning a wedding, maybe they have the band, maybe they don't. But the whole process yeah. of you can advertise all you want, but the bottom line is if you're good, you're good and you're going to have a full diary. And that's that's what it all boils down to. And look, with the wedding stuff then as well, would it be safe to say that you shouldn't kind of, you're, you're not just a trad band. You obviously do loads of different modern stuff. Yeah. It just sounds different. Is that the best way? Like, would you, like, would you try and get like, you know, Dance Monkey and you know, make yeah. it sound like Dan Smokey or just it sounds like Flog the Dog. Can you explain that that, that to us? Yeah, so I suppose the, the term we use is we tradify the songs. Oh, I love so it. Because yeah, we, yeah. yeah, because we have we have um, certain unique um, instruments that would be fairly familiar to a trad background. We just bring them in and implement them into, like we've put, spent a lot of time, I mean, our fiddle player, would spend some time trying to figure it out, especially different keys and what, what 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 a song would work in. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work automatically. We have to put a bit of work into how how a song is going to sound live, and then pull that off with a performance that makes everybody, you know, they're not just listening to another song. We try to make it as interactive as possible. We have we have um, this brilliant thing. Uh, shout out to one of our, our bass players, there, Mick Ivory. He's from um, over the road here, and. When we came, when he came into the band, he um, he said there's a, a huge opportunity here for us to do a Kaylee dancing championship, which we have in every single wedding we do, um, and it's basically a dance off between the bride side and the groom side, and we we put a lot of different songs into it. Um, so some of it's Diggly Idol, some of it's well-known riffs of songs that you, everyone would be accustomed to, um, and we've even um, enhanced it now so that. When you can, well, this is before COVID, but what we're going to have is a little iPad up the front. And you can come up and you can press your iPad and to generate a song for you. And then you'd have to dance to the song and we'd play it for you. So we, like all of these things were all, you know, based off the feedback we got and things. We, we kind of noticed ourselves that we could actually excel the show, learn a few, a few different songs and actually make use and really, really show off the fiddle and the cajon and, Great. Um, and, and different parts of stuff that we could do. So. And could you tell no, me a little bit about the, love about it? Could you tell me about the instrumentation in the band to give people kind of a visual on 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 your musicians? Right. So fr- from left to right, I haven't done this in a long time. Which is this is usually what we <laughs> do on the Stage left. Stage left. Stage right. Yeah. yeah. On stage left, we yeah, have yeah. Kira, Kira Howard. From, Very good. Uh, yeah, she's, she's our fiddle player. Hello, Kira. Um, and she's based, and she's based on Ballyhooley in right. County Cork. And then Ballyhooley, we've, we've never Paul heard of it. We've Paul Finch down in County Kerry, and he's in Cahon. Uh, Bally Bunyan, he'd be down there. We right. have myself then, Steve Clifford, guitar, vocals. Good man. Um, and I'm ba- I'm based in Wicklow now, but right. I was living in Kerry for the last 10 years. Okay. And a cork man by, by, uh, by trade, I suppose you've gone. <laughs> you must, have a, he- and, you must uh, have a helicopter pad up there in Wicklow to get around, do you, Steve? I do. I have <laughs> a, a, giant, a giant elastic band that propels me from one place to the other. <laughs> Come on. Um, and then we have Mick Ivory from, uh, he's actually over in Kilcullen there. In, yeah, um, I've heard of Mick, here. great bass player, yeah. Mick sings as well, right? Yeah, Mick sings as well. He's yeah. a lot of different bands. He plays with uh, yeah. a great band up there in Dublin called Spring Chicken. When, uh, yeah. I think they're a 
Brilliant. A band of people who come together when they're free. But uh, we've other we've other um, musicians who play with us as well. So if if, um, if by chance one of us is unavailable yeah. or, or, or sick or something like that, we always have a depth. So we've Ray Murphy and Cork as well, and we've another we've another fixed well, It's important to have. Well. It is so, important to have backup. Yeah. Although, look, in fairness, yeah. one thing that you're kind of you know you do look at flog the dog is flog the dog. But if someone falls sick, you have because for your type of um, music, I suppose if your fiddle pair is down or you know like they're a little bit yeah. harder to find, so you have your backup, which is kind of reassuring, isn't it? We do, yeah, and I suppose we. We have a, a kind of a circuit of our own band, similar to, similar to I suppose with the WBA, let's say for instance, yeah. a, a lot of bands that have been together as a as a collective. We have our own collective based on on I suppose the um, the music that we play. So we have our own little circuit of bands as well, similar to ourselves that you network with. We can always with. call upon. Yeah, yeah we can always yeah. call upon that, and they've actually been very very useful. We we banded together, and it's been a very very useful thing Brilliant. for any of the postponements this year as well. So, yeah, because um, I suppose we, with March, April, May, as you would have seen, everybody's yeah. moving out of those months. And then obviously June. I mean, for someone to find, you know, someone like what Flog the Dog do. So that's been a real help for you then to network with other bands that are similar to you. Yeah. And then because obviously course, if a couple yeah. comes to book Flog the Dog, you know, they're not going to book a, a 90s old school dance band instead. You know, they're going to they're gonna want something close to you. So that that that's look really great to know. And look, do you travel yeah. nationwide then, Steve? We travel nationwide and uh, semi-internationally, like we haven't left the continent, but right. we, we travel outside of Ireland as well. Um, yes, we travel everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, there'll be, I suppose, a bit of demand for you around the St. Patrick's period, the festival time. Um, would would yeah, that be right? We, we were due to, yeah, we were due to go to Zurich this year, um, over to Paddy Riley's in um, Zurich. And it all just fell through because of coronavirus. So the darn, darn, going. darn coronavirus just ruined everything on yeah. us, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, we were due to go, and hopefully we can go next year. Please yeah. God, we can, we can see this through, and right, we can go back to normal for a lot of us, you know. Well, look, let's 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 um, let's output some positivity. Right to yeah. our listeners about dance floor issues, social distancing issues. So, are you seeing a lot of questions from your? couples coming in obviously a lot of your couples now feel that little bit more secure about their september date because of the the numbers that the government have issued but we are hearing you know the social distancing on dance floor and we're hearing all these rumors but would i be writing right and saying right any wedding that i've ever been at or performed at myself when you do actually look at the dance floor i mean most people are about a meter a meter and a half apart you know, in most in most cases, because there was this thing about you know, can people dance? I'm going. Of course, people can yeah. dance, right? What's what's your view on that, and how are you going to approach that when you get back to doing weddings? Obviously, we want to keep the band that little bit of distance, and we also want to keep the audience, you know, a little bit of a distance from the band as well, for the obvious reasons. So, what's what's your view on that, and what's your how do you visualize how it's going to play out at your next wedding? Very good question. I've had a, a lot of time to think about it, as you can imagine. Um, when I was first told about social distancing on a dance floor, what I had in mind, or what I was told could be a potential thing that could happen is that there could be areas marked out on the floor where people would have their own designated space from a table that they would be located in. And that, that kind of made sense to me, but at the same time, I kind of think, would people go for it? And I kept thinking about it and kept thinking on what, what could be the case on various hotels and what they were thinking of doing. And what we were going to do 
um, is, is basically to try and entertain the guests based on the social distancing that was going to be implemented. And that would be anywhere from, you know, us getting, us even doing our little uh, Kaylee dancing championships. Yeah. Instead of having the bride and groom face off, we'd have different sections of, you know, the room facing off. That, that's the idea we've been coming, uh, coming to. And that's, that side would only be allowed on the floor to do their part and sh- and do their dance off at that part. And they go off and then someone else comes on. So there's ways and means to have the crack and, and entertain the guests and then being enter- you know enjoying themselves on the night out. Yeah. With a lot of thought and with with, with, a, with a, a little bit of um, you know focus on, on how we're going to do it and how we're going to and, and even liaising with the hotel Steve, to see if yeah. that's a possibility. They're going to want you know as I've heard from, from different hotels around the place as well, they want to be able to showcase that this is actually okay to do and it, it, it looks good on the floor. Yeah. And they're going to be trying to implement as best as possible with the social distancing measures in place, how it can look and how it can be you know, visually impactful for, for, yeah. for the, the, the bride the, who, who might be worried in November. Who, like, what is it going to look like? And they'll be able to see, well, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. Because the reality is, the reality is, until until Mister or Mrs. Vaccine comes along, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just going to have a work work around this, you know. But we're, look, we're seeing all the positive. Look, the numbers are down. People understand. Wash your hands. All that kind of stuff. We do understand. Look, you know, weddings are weddings. Irish people do weddings so well, right? So we all go to the wedding. We all have a party. There's going to be a bit of this, you know. We're going to be a bit of dancing, a bit of hugging here and there, right? And you know, I, I'm only trying to sound upbeat about this. Obviously, the coronavirus has come on. It is, it's affected all of us in different ways. Look, I've had, had a, an uncle that died from coronavirus, you know, and, and close yeah. friends have been really sick and we have to be realistic about the health uh, issues with it yeah. as well. But we will work around it and, like, I think that's very positive the way you're coming from. Instead of saying, oh, look, I can't see it happen. I can't see social distancing on a dance floor. I can't. But there's, there's ways to work around this. People can do it. Most people well, that go yeah. to weddings are, are with their partner, you know, so they can still slow dance, you know, they can still sit beside each exactly. other. Most people are families, most people are friends, and by then, you know, there's probably going to be all these kind of fever checks and all this kind of stuff, so definitely by August and September, we're, we're going to be rock and rolling again, there's no doubt. Exactly, yeah. and we're, we're even thinking about, and this is a long shot, and it's up for people if they want to do it, it might not go ahead, but we were even thinking about, you know, two metre lengths of rope for jiving. That's, yep. that's where we were at one point, that people could you'd be two metres away and, you know, you, you, you put on a pair of gloves, we'd have it there for you, all sanitised, the whole lot, and it's, it's kind of just a bit of crack. And if people want to get involved in it, they, they can. If they don't want to, they don't have to. Great idea. You know, so we're not going to, especially because we, we do siege events every single wedding. We're <laughs> right. going to say, look, lads, for whoever wants to do it, do it, absolutely no problem. You don't even have to touch each other. You can even distance siege events if you want to. Well, can we, Steve, can we talk about the Siege of Venice, right? Because yeah. I used to think the Siege of Venice was a, a song, but it's a dance, right? So it's a dance. is there yeah. a particular song? Can you play any song to the Siege of Venice? Like, I mean, is it a jig? Is it a reel? And can you just talk about how it works? Right. So uh, it, it depends on my county. I suppose, first of all, if you're in County Clare, it's very, very fast polka. Okay. So it, it's, it's very, very quick. If you're in Cork, you might be playing a reel, a fast reel. just depends on the tune. So our fiddle player, Kira, now would have a, a backlog of, of tunes from, let's say, the Armagh Polka. Now, I don't know the names of them. I just know the tune and the turn. Um, there'd be a very famous one. A lot of people would know it very, very well. It would have been in the Titanic. 
Um, so there's a, there's a tune in that. I just can't remember the name, but it gets faster and faster and faster. And what yeah. people do is they kind of start off and it's, you know, they start off four in a row, four facing four on the floor. And you you dance towards each other and you go back and, dance, and then you... It's hard to explain over the phone, actually. <laughs> you kind of have yeah. to... I still don't to, understand it and I've actually performed it and I still don't get it. I don't know okay. what. Yeah. So if you, if you were facing the floor, if you were facing the wall, there should be another four people facing you. Gotcha. And you go into each other and you go back to each other twice. Okay. And then you get into your... You get your partner and you go around each other. You face the house and you go around each other, your partner. You go around the other side of the person beside you, the other partner beside you. You stop that. You do that twice. Then you grab the person in front of you and you spin around like you're in a barn dance. And then at the end of that, after doing that twice, you put your hands up in the air and the people behind you, they go through you and you go forward. So it's, it's, it's people can visualize that. It's, uh, it sounds yeah, like a bit of a mind trick. And isn't there a thing where you can do the bride and groom will be down one end and when the finally when the people at one end meet the other end, right? I'd say people are listening to us, Steve, now going, what are those two guys talking about? I can't have with you. But, 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 you know, we get the bride and groom, and then when the bride and groom down end up the other end, it's over. Isn't there something like that? No? Um, it, it can be. Okay. It, it just depends. <laughs> no, there's, there's, different, there's different ways people want to do it. Like, right. I mean, the Fiji event, this is one. We've got the Barlin dance, which is a very famous right. Scottish one. And that's just that's a circle of eight going around and around. Um, okay. And then you've got, oh God, there's loads. The Shoe the Donkey. Uh, that's a brilliant one. I love that one. Actually. Shoot the donkey. <laughs> Shoot the donkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, slip the clutch. So, slip the clutch. <laughs> slip the yeah, clutch. yeah. Listen. But when you play Shoot the donkey, the people just go wild for it. Like you know. So yeah. um, it's not just primarily left. And 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 this is defend my own my own place where I come from. We're not all culturally left. Everybody does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do. Look, you so, know, I'm a Kildare man, and look, it's very rare we do Dublin weddings. In fairness, Dublin weddings can be a little bit different. And when you head when you're heading down to to Mayo, and especially Clare, we do get a lot of requests for the Siege of Venice. And you know what? Yeah. Let's be honest, it's so much fun. I mean, you know, it's great, great fun great. and it's interaction. And that leads us back to what you had said earlier on um, about you know you shouldn't be saying this, but you're more about entertainment and. You know, you can be the best musicians. And, and look, I love great musicians and virtuosos and a little bit of jazz. But you try to play that stuff at a wedding and you're out the door, right? And I think mm-hmm. what makes a real wedding band is people that can interact, connect with the crowd, fill the dance floor. Musically, obviously, you have to be talented. You know, you need to be able to sing. But So you're saying that a, a strong focus of what you guys do is entertainment. Yeah. We yeah. don't play at people, we play with them. Yeah, oh, that's I love the, it. That's Great. the goal. That's the key, you know. Yeah. Um, and, when, and at the end of the night, one of the best things we ever get, I, I suppose it's, it, it's, a, it's true to to the music and, to, and to, to the entertainment. We get a lot of, of the, the elderly guests come up to us at the end of the night and they say, You're, you, you were absolutely fantastic. It wasn't too loud. We were able to talk. Yeah. And, we get that, and even at the breakfast table, we, we get that reviews back that we're not too low. It, there's no point in us being massively no. loud, trying to fill the space. It's just about entertaining people on the floor. Yeah, brilliant. And, and most of the time, most of the time, we get we get really really good feedback on the sound, and, and that's another element of it as well. It's not just about you know yeah. making sure people are interested on the floor; they can actually hear it clearly. Well, look, it's and they can actually sit down and talk to their friend for a while and go back up when they want. I think you know? all all of those things that you touched off is is testament to the success of Flog the Dog, and 
you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure your your diary is, is filling up for next year. It's a big shout out to all those people looking for bands next year. You know, there's going to be a big yeah. bottleneck, but you know, you know, that's... Um, full to the brim. <laughs> full, full, full to the brim. Now, just tell me about a couple of your handles, your website, Flog the Dog. Dot com. Dot com. Brilliant. Your Flog Instagram. We're Instagram Flog the Dog. We're Facebook Flog the Dog. Uh, Steve at Flog the Dog. Uh, yeah. Dot com for email inquiries. Um, everything's on the website. We're, yeah. All the handles are on the website and vice versa. Facebook, you go on there, it'll be directed back to, we're all connected. Brilliant. Um, we're also on the Wedding Band Association. We're on a few other wedding suppliers. We're on a few other... Um, yeah, well, you're pretty much everywhere. I've done a little bit of research. I know you're on WeddingSuppliers.ie, and you're, you're pretty much everywhere. And people, that's what makes sense. It adds credibility, I think, to your business when someone puts in your name and you pop up everywhere. Uh, Flog the dog, yeah. is there any is there any history be, behind the name and, and what you chose the name, or was just, look, let's just choose that? Um, so it, it, it's a name, it comes from um, a, a Pogues album, which you believe. Right. Um, rum, rum me and the Lash. So that front cover where you see the, the ship, the Medusa. Brilliant. Um, the, the, the three lads, or the four lads, sorry, are, are actually on a raft, and they're being whipped by the captain of the ship with a cat and nine tails, uh, hence flog the dog because they were known as dogs in the, yeah, in, yeah, the yeah. In, in, in the 1700s so there was no real meaning behind it it was just it's great but it, it, it ties in <laughs> yeah but it ties in about your style it all ties in when you read that flog the dog that, that just ties in with all of that well look Steve yeah, um, it has nothing to do with that it has nothing to do with that the abuse of animals we've had that a few times <laughs> we, we, I have two dogs with two beautiful dogs here I love dogs yeah. nothing to do with dogs at all no nothing <laughs> no 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 no. and uh, there was a fly a fly in the studio here I was trying to get rid of him earlier on and I, like I wouldn't even kill a fly so yeah no cruelty to animals no so Steve look no, it's been great chatting to you and look before we went on air here you were telling me uh, you were going to go for a swim in the 40 foot in Dunleary Dun- Dunleary or whatever it's, it's Dunleary right? Dunleary 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 So you got to jump in are you going to jump in there and go for a swim? Well I believe there's an ad isn't there I've only got a phone ad and there was another vision he went in head first so if he can do it for an ad I can do it <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, look, you enjoy your you enjoy your you enjoy your swim, and listen, have one for me. I should be doing a bit of exercise, but well done to that. That's 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 uh, fair play to you. So, Steve from Flog the Dog, absolutely great having you on the podcast. We'll chat to you soon. Thanks for having me.